it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's another edition of your Raw Review. This is the Raw Review for July 26th, 2021. We are one week closer to SummerSlam, but we are not one week closer to a better Raw. (laughs) Again, it, it simply baffles me. The difference in quality between the show on Monday and the show on Friday. It just it just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I, I don't know what's going on. But it is what it is. We did get our first match set for SummerSlam. So that is something. Um, the show wasn't terrible, but It didn't even. It didn't really excite me either. It's pretty middle of the road. Probably give it a low C, to be honest with you. Um, it did set up one thing that I found interesting. Something that I've called a long time ago, and it looks like it might be coming to fruition. But we'll get to that part shortly. So, let's just get right into it. Raw kicking off with uh, a nice recap of uh, Nikki Ash cashing in her money in the bank to become the new Raw Women's Champion. And she comes out right as the show starts. Crowd giving her some cheers. I uh, read some reports that Apparently, at house shows, they've been booing her, which is unfortunate. Um, Nikki's tried very hard to get this character over. I mean, if you remember, this is this was her idea. This wasn't something that WWE management threw on her. No, this was something she came up with, and I'm behind it. I I, I really like what she's trying to do. So, I wish people would give it a chance and not immediately jump on it and uh, trash it. But we'll see how things go in the future. Um, But her promo in the very beginning of the show was very heartfelt. Um, Of course, it didn't go without response because Charlotte herself has to 
has to have her moment in the sun, of course, because it's Charlotte Flair, obviously. <laughs> so I, I have to give Charlotte props here because she's so good at getting that crowd heat. She's trying her hardest to get the champ over, um, which is what you're supposed to do. So I give her major props for that. Plus, Charlotte as a heel is the best Charlotte. I don't care what anybody says. Um, However, it made it kind of seem like we were going to end up having our rematch for the Raw Women's Championship between Charlotte and Nikki when a familiar face showed up as well, that being Rhea Ripley. Now, Rhea made a good case stating that you're supposed to win the title only by pinfall or submission, but Charlotte won last week via DQ, so if anybody should be challenging, it should be Rhea. This prompts both Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville to come out and make the match official for SummerSlam. It will be a triple threat match between all three ladies for the Raw Women's Championship. However, tonight, in our main event of the show, it will be Charlotte versus Nikki Ash. Charlotte trying to prove that Nikki is nothing more than a fluke and that she can't beat Charlotte one-on-one. So, that was set for later in the evening. But our opening competition was one hell of a great match between Sheamus and Damian Priest. Now, lately, WWE's been doing contendership matches. Now, this seemed to to have some confusion on, on Twitter and whatnot. From what I've gathered, and what makes the most sense, is that contendership match essentially a match to prove if you're worthy of a title shot. Challenger goes ahead if they defeat the champion. One would think they'd be the next in line for a championship. Makes sense, I guess. So, like I said, our first in-ring match was Damian Priest taking on Sheamus. And these two beat the hell out of each other. Uh, Sheamus getting hit so hard that his mask actually broke and fell off his face. Um, Priest does end up getting the big victory. Uh, Sheamus fears that he has rebroken his nose. So we'll see. Uh, I'm sure he'll have plenty of excuses going on throughout the next week. Um, so I'll be definitely keeping an eye on his Twitter as, uh, as things go on. But it's nice to see Damian Priest in a title picture. Uh, I think the U.S. title is a perfect starting point for him. Um, and honestly, the way Sheamus has been <clears throat> through the pandemic, uh, he's honestly been one of the big um, stars of, of the uh, Thunderdome era. He definitely would be in contention for MVP of that whole thing. So I honestly think that this should give him a heavyweight title run or at least a feud to get to the title. Um, I think I think he deserves another another shot. You know, another another good decent title run before he hangs him up for good. After that we shifted gears to the raw tag team titles 
as the Viking Raiders got one more shot at AJ Styles and almost, and unfortunately, like last time, they fall a little short, almost doing a great job as being a monster. Um, I know they've done this before with big men. They come in, they dominate, and then something screwy happens, and they turn into big giant goofballs, which is fine. But right now, I'm enjoying what they're doing with Omos. Um, he just dominates the Viking Raiders on multiple occasions during this match. And then AJ Styles comes in at the last moment, dropping a 450. The man's in his mid-40s, and he's dropping 450s like it's, you know, me eating a sandwich. You're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um... It's yeah, it's it's insane what this man is still doing with his with his body. Uh, God bless him for it. Um, so he gets the win. Um, they retain their tag titles, and we wonder who they're going to move on to next. But by the end of this night, I think we know exactly who it's going to be. We then shifted gears. Uh, they uh, went over. The 34 chair shots that Drew McIntyre laid on Shanky last week, and I didn't realize it was that many. Holy Christ. <laughs> I saw the the scars and all the all the shots on how uh, how Shanky looked afterwards, and it was brutal. It, it reminded me of what happened with Dominic when he first came in with the kendo sticks with uh, Murphy and... Um, Seth Rollins did him. So it's kind of like that initiation into the business. Like, congratulations, now you're going to get your ass handed to you. <laughs> but we ended up having a match tonight between Drew McIntyre and Veer, uh, the other cohort of Jinder Mahal. And I'm going to say I'm wicked impressed with, with Shanky, uh, with, Shanky with, with Veer. I did not expect the athleticism that he has. Um, this is this is an interesting development. I, I'm I'm interested to see where he goes after he's with with Jinder and and, and, and Shanky and see what he does. But he looked real good in this match. Uh, the match itself though does end in disqualification because Jinder introduced a steel chair. Uh, Veer did try to use it, but unfortunately he got claymored for his troubles. <laughs> After that, we then had another championship contenders match. Uh, this time it was uh, rotating around the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships as Eva Marie and Dewdrop took on Natalia and Tamina. But we got a we got an interesting tidbit as this match goes on. Eva Marie tag, gets herself tagged in, and she's in the middle of wrestling with Tamina, and on the Titantron, we see a photo shoot kind of mimicking what had happened with Eva, but instead it's with Lily. So we now have the Lily Lucian going on. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, what this does, though, is this does distract Eva Marie enough. Uh, she turns around and gets super kicked by Tamina. Tamina ends up getting the pin. 
But unfortunately, during this matchup, it looked like Natalia's leg was seriously, legitimately injured. Uh, she had to get help to the back. Um, we don't have an update as of right now. I'm hoping it's nothing serious, but you never know. That's the unfortunate part. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll let you know once we hear more. Uh, after that, we had a long-anticipated rematch uh, between Keith Lee and Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross coming back after being embarrassed last week against Jeff Hardy, who we also want to send out um, best wishes to Jeff Hardy, who actually tested positive for COVID-19. So hopefully he's doing all right, and uh, hopefully we'll see him back in a few weeks. But with Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, this match, hard-hitting as I expected it. Um, Keith Lee, unfortunately, submitting at the very end to Cross. He looked like he was about to power out of Cross's finisher, but at the end, he just ends up submitting. Um, although it still, it still baffles me to this day that they refuse to have Scarlet with him on the main roster. I don't know if this is on purpose, if this is story driven. I don't know. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. They're a perfect pair together on NXT. They should be together on raw. I just don't, I don't want to, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. After that, we ended up having more tag team action. It was Mace and T-Bar taking on Ali and Mansoor. Now, Mansoor and Ali lately have been, I want to say getting along. More like um, Ali trying to teach Mansoor how the business is. And with Mansoor getting them a tag match this past week, or last week, I should say, for this week, it's interesting to see what would happen. Crazy enough, Mansoor gets the pin, roll, gets a rolling pin on Mace when Mace and Tebow actually dominated the majority of this matchup. But Mansoor gets the pin to the big surprise of Ali, who at a couple times during this match actually saved Mansoor from being in trouble. So Ali wants to play the, oh, we're not a team yet. It's turning into that little bit of a face face turn for Ali. So this should be, this should be good. I, uh, I can see these two actually making a pretty good impact um, and possibly even getting a title run at some point. But that's then. This is now. So we'll see. We'll see how things go. We then got our answer from the almighty WWE champion, Lashley, as he talked about what was going to be going on with Goldberg and his challenge. Lashley said he wasn't going to dignify Goldberg's challenge with an answer. So we're doing the same thing that Roman's doing to Cena. Although, before... This segment ends. We get both Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin coming out saying how they want a shot at Bobby. They'll give him a legitimate, you know, threat, etc., etc., etc. 
MVP tries to talk uh, talk Lashley out of it. Lashley's like, nah, screw it. I'll take both of them on right now. Same time. Two on one handicap. Let's go. Okay. Um, well, Bobby, like Roman, stacking them up, getting the one, two, three. Also, a little shout out to Goldberg for dropping a, a jackhammer um, before, before pinning both men. So he's, uh, Goldberg's in his head. So I fully expect that that match is, as well will be full steam ahead. After that, it was one half of RK Bro, Matt Riddle, taking on John Morrison with The Miz. And throughout the match, this match was actually really, really good. Probably the highlight of the show for, the, for, uh, for matches. But before this match happened, there was a little conversation in the back between AJ Styles and Omos with The Miz and Morrison. We didn't know what was said, but... Come, come to find out during this match, both Miz, I'm sorry, both uh, AJ Styles and Omas come out, get involved indirectly with Omas uh, destroying Riddle's scooter, causing Riddle to obviously become distracted, and Morrison taking advantage and getting the win. Then after that, AJ. And Omos get in the ring, and AJ beats down Riddle. So naturally, everybody was like, where's Randy? Why isn't Randy here? Why isn't he being a good tag team partner and helping his tag partner out? Well, Randy's been gone for quite a while. Uh, More than likely, I believe it's a vacation, which is deserved. But... This is that seed that I was talking about. I was waiting to see how they would introduce this, but this is it. I feel like Randy's going to eventually show up. Um, Riddle's going to be taking some more beatings, probably next week as well. And then I think the following week, he'll do it again. They'll attack him again, and I think Randy will make the save. Then that'll go into SummerSlam weekend. You have your tag team title match. This is where I believe they'll pull the trigger, give it to Randy and Riddle, and then we'll finally get the the pose at the end of the match, and all will be right with this world. Uh, much of the dismay to my boys over at Know the Ropes because <laughs> we all know my man Sam over there really hates the fact that Riddle and Randy are a team. Even though he still denies it to this day that they're not a team, they're a team, bro. They're going to win the tag titles, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> so with that being said, we then shift gears to a rare actual 24-7 championship match. Our truth comes up to the ring completely mic'd up, awaiting the champion, Reginald, who does these ridiculous flips throughout this entire match, which I'm kind of glad because it's really... It's really showing us his athleticism. Um, And we all know Reginald has that in spades. So it's good to see that they're actually doing something to highlight that. Uh, Reginald does get the win, retains the title, 
And then a whole slew of wrestlers come out from the ring, um, from the back to try to attack Reginald. And he does this ridiculous flip again once over the top rope, lands perfectly, gets his belt, and then does backflips up the ramp. And it's like, <laughs> okay, all right, I see how this is going. Um, so uh, Reginald could hold this title for quite a while. And honestly, I, I, I'm okay with that, honestly. So, uh, lastly, we ended up having our main event of the evening. Like I said, it was the Queen Charlotte taking on the new Raw Women's Champion, Nikki Cross. Oh, I'm sorry, Nikki Ash. It's take you some time to remember that. <laughs> um, however, as, um, as good as Nikki was during this match, she hit her crossbody again, but unfortunately Charlotte rolled through it, held down the champ, got the pin, and then proceeded to beat the ever-living snot out of her after the match, even so much as taking her outside, where there were fans in the stands that had Nikki Ash signs. Charlotte took her right over to it, started beating her up right in front of it. We also had a Santa impersonator also at ringside, and he did nothing to help, so shame on you, sir. (laughs) Um, But Charlotte pins the champ just further showing that Charlotte feels that Nikki's win last week was a fluke. We will be having ourselves a rematch next week because uh, Nikki challenged her. Charlotte agreed. And then, like I said, she beat the living snot out of her right, right afterwards. So we shall see what happens next week. As of this week, as for this week, I should say, Things are back to normal. Sam is back from uh, assignment, and we'll be doing our next above the ring. Like I said, we do have our 100th that's coming out on the 1st, so we're kind of going to do things in a little bit of a backwards way. But we'll explain all that this week once stuff happens. Um, Obviously, then after that, we'll have our SmackDown study, and we'll go into another wonderful weekend where it's your boy's birthday coming up this week as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Having a nice weekend to myself after everything happens this week, because my birthday is during the week. Um, so we'll see. It's a, it's a, very, it's a, it's a very big week for Bedlam. Um, we're really excited to share some news with everybody. Uh, so please... Um, Please, want, please be on the lookout for, for what's going on with our podcasts, um, everything. It's it's going to be a good week, uh, especially on the 1st, on August 1st. Um, we will be dropping our 100th episode. Um, again, it's going to be something special, something different. It's not going to be the traditional one where we talk about the weekly stuff that happens. This is going to be something different. Um, Sam and I have some ideas and the stuff we're throwing around and well, uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. Might be, you know, something that we do more often. So let us know what you think. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. This was uh, your raw review for another unfortunate <laughs> pedestrian raw moving into SummerSlam. Also, if you can for us, please head to our Twitter, media underscore bedlam, and vote in our poll. Do this poll. Now. I'm going to start doing this poll every single show now. 
um, how you guys feel about the show. And this week, it's been hot. 47 votes already in the past 29 minutes. Um, and uh, the grades are not good for this show. <laughs> As of right now, uh, 49% voted D or F. 36% voting in the C. 13% voting in the B, and as of right now, 2% voting it as an A. So please go out there and give us a vote. Let us know what you guys thought of Raw. Um, we'll be right back at you again tomorrow for, or I should say Tuesday for NXT. Remember, NXT is on sci-fi for the next two weeks because of the Olympics. Um, just to remind everybody, uh, thank you guys so much for listening again um, follow us on Twitter if you don't already, media underscore Bedlam. Our road to 5K is still going strong. We're 160 away, I believe. We're just we're trying to get that final push. We'd love to get that sooner rather than later if you guys can help us out. Spread the word and have your friends follow us. Believe me, they will not regret it. So you can uh, find us also on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Bedlam Media. Remember, our Above the Ring episodes are also on YouTube and video, so you can put a face to the voice. It's a great time. Good episodes. Uh, you can also find me pretty much everywhere at Scotty J Stream. You can also find this podcast pretty much on every podcasting platform that is out there. Uh, if we're not on one that you guys listen to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way, when you do all your one stop shopping, you can add a little Bedlam to your day. And on those platforms, please vote. You know, give us a rating. Give us some type of um, anything. Honestly, just give us a review. Let us know how we're doing, uh, what we need to improve, what you guys like about it. We'd love to hear all all what you guys have to say. Again, my name is Scott. I'm the man behind the Twitter of Bedlam Media. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. And most importantly, please do not forget to join the Bedlam. Good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.